Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 293. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderful, wonderful Arizona cannabis chef, Derek Upton. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to say this is probably for 2021, one of our top three, top five episodes that you have to listen to. I had so much fun talking with Derek and on top of that, the uh, partner owner of the Claritin Hotel, Darren, I was very impressed and very enlightened and very delighted to have you aboard as well. I had no idea he was coming in. Derek just thought he would join in and Uh, come into our doors and then he brought in Darren and it was just a wonderful collaboration of both what they're trying to do for the future but also an understanding of what they have come through and what they've done so far Uh, I just hope that you guys enjoy this and after this podcast I hope you go check out all of the links below he is a fantastic chef on top of he's been on TV competitions he is someone that is behind the scenes a wonderful individual but also someone who's working like crazy like a maniac i encourage you guys to go if you uh haven't already to the clarion hotel and enjoy one of his um uh, signature events and it's just gonna blow you away i promise you so that being said we will jump over to our little bit of uh things that we have to get done you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our website finding arizonapodcast.com we make it easy for you guys to connect with us so all of our social media is under finding arizona podcast if you want someone to come in please let us know dm us and we will try and get them in as soon as possible lastly if you would like to be a part of our wonderful podcast you can send over a letter to finding arizona podcast at gmail.com we will set you up with uh britney who is our not only my wife but she is my partner and she is also the liaison for scheduling so we hope that you guys enjoy um, talking with britney she is a uh, a delight to just kind of meet and just meet in the background and just kind of get to know she's fun she's a she's a hoot that's why i married her uh anywho we're moving on to the two things that you guys need to go check out at our website you need to go check out our blog and you need to go check out our newsletter the blog is a little bit more of the fun side of our lives that tells you what's going on with Brittany and i personally the newsletter is a little bit more of the official things going on if you want just you know who's coming in next what's going on in the community go check out the newsletter if you want more detail if you want to have some fun you want to see what our lives are like go check out our blog uh you want to do both go right ahead i encourage it uh place for you to become super super duper into our stuff is a place you can go do so for the time period patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast i think we're going to be switching over at a time period for now to um the just the apple subscription so that it's easier for you guys to get a hold of our uh subscription base uh in content and i want you guys to be there because it's a lot of fun these guys have so much more left to say to you guys and for you guys to connect with them so i really do want to make this uh readily available to you guys as as soon as possible so i'm working on that behind the scenes next up if you want to go somewhere over the weekend or you try to do something for the community we encourage you to go do so but we also want you to let us know so that we can highlight it and if you go do so at finding arizona podcast at gmail 
gmail.com we will shout you out like the following events and this is part of our signature community quarter board which i love to do so i'm going to share some of the local events that you guys should go to or at least check out in your spare time uh first up tomorrow uh is going to be the dust market and i say tomorrow meaning that it's going to be june 26 and it's taking place over at 4130 north 7th avenue in phoenix from 6 p.m to 10 p.m and that that event is taking uh sponsored by valley and co and they are going to be um putting on a local night dust market filled with uh, all sorts of like purveyors from uh, artisan wine uh, to other shopping vendors and then uh, record bar radio is going to be there with live music so it's going to be a fun time go check it out next up uh, it is the Saturday Uptown Farmer's Market happening every Saturday at the Uptown Farmer's Market. It is a wonderful place for you guys to go get your local goods. It is o- almost as fun as I make it sound. I'm not kidding. This thing is really big. It takes over almost half a city block and it's in a church parking lot. Essentially, it is one of the um, all-time favorites for the Uptown um, uh, crowd. It is essentially just like a good old time if you just want to walk around on a Saturday so I encourage you guys to go do so Uh, it is happening every Saturday you guys can either wear your mask I believe there is a off uh, you can now start to not wear masks so uh going as you please man (laughs) i'm just here to let you know what the events are going on and uh just enjoy it saturday uptown markets taking place every saturday including this one uh so next up a following event is called for those of you who are into bicycles uh this one is the teabags 12th annual summer solstice ride that is the tempe bicycle action group uh 12th annual annual summer solstice ride and they do this every year so they're going to be um heading over to joyce jice park in tempe and the tickets are free so these are an organization where they're coming together and they're going to be riding around jumping in some pools uh enjoying enjoying the time together so for you bike fanatics uh tempe action group uh and that is the end of our community cork board i always enjoy doing that for you guys again send us a line finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and that concludes our little intro for this episode i very very hope i hope that you guys take my word for this this is going to be a fun one for me and a fun one for you to listen to so enjoy this episode number 293 Derek upton who is a wonderful cannabis chef i will catch you on the next one Welcome back, everybody, to the Fighting Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in special guests every week, and today is no different, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from just like down the street. You just <laughs> you just finished up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the the AZ Cannabis Chef. Hello, hello. Welcome. Please welcome Chef Derek Upton. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. I, there's a lot of things that I want to get into um, but I also want to get into the gentleman to your left here. Yeah. I'm going to let Darren introduce himself and his business because it is a very important business here in the Valley. <laughs> let's let's not let's not sugarcoat it here. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Darren and I am a part owner in the Clarendon Hotel. 
and Spa, which is just around the corner from here. Yes. Um, which, of course, has been in business for a very long time. We bought the hotel back in January of 2019. So it's been an interesting ride up until this point. So I just want to say thank you to both of you for having the time to just come in here and just explain what we're about to talk about. And just, again, it takes a lot of... Uh, what, I like to call cojones to come in here for not only to introduce your like introduce yourself to an entire audience, but on top of that to talk about what we're talking about, which is cannabis today. Yes. And uh, it's a new subject here in Arizona, just because the uh, the prop passed uh, this year, or was the yeah in January first of this year, Prop two hundred seven passed, yeah, and allowed anyone over the age of twenty one to consume and hold cannabis on their person within within uh, legal limits so yeah. and yeah, we're yeah. and we're all about education here and that's one of the things that I always want to promote and just kind of put that forward uh, put that foot first forward is here we love educating about that cannabis culture and just kind of introducing it because again I don't know anything I'm just a Joe Schmo and <laughs> uh, I love just reaching out and getting to know different Different opportunities, different cultures, different everything. So, Derek, I first want to get to you, and then we'll move over to Darren over here. Yeah, yeah. The questioning. Uh, I typically ask everyone this question, and I'm getting back to the routine of it, is can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how all of this came to be? Yeah, so um, honestly, cannabis started for me many, many years ago. I was a professional studio drummer nice. um, in the music industry. I, I worked for Warner Brothers and Capitol Records for a while. Okay. And um, I was always cooking, though, Portuguese Italian family, you know what I mean? So I cooked yeah. since I was a little kid. Everybody in the in the kitchen, everyone, you know, talking and, and laughing and cooking. And, you know, I could still, like, close my eyes and see it and smell it and feel it. You know what I mean? So that's that's always been my love of cooking, my, my love of bringing people together over food. Um, so cannabis came into my life, um, actually when I made, well, it's been in my life recreationally, um, but on the wellness side of what I'm doing now, yeah. um, and actually it was born out of necessity in my life. Um, I went through a horrible period of, of clinical depression and anxieties and other things that I was dealing with, but I was also on a ton of medication for, yeah. and uh, those pills were causing a lot of issues for me. They were fixing one problem to create others for me. Yeah. And I got in a desperate situation where I needed to find a solution for myself. Absolutely. And what I did was I forced myself to go back to therapy. I started fixing those issues face first and head on yeah. while using cannabis as a daily uh, coping mechanism to just calm my nerves, to sleep. Gotcha. Um, so while I created positive habits in my life, and that really led me to want to understand the plants, the wellness of the plants, and understand um, why it helps me more than the man-made medications I was taking. For sure. And so I went and talked to cultivators and lab technicians that were friends of mine in, in the space. And I just started learning and consuming and just getting all the knowledge that I possibly could on why the plant was helping. And, and that led me into the history and that, you know, we've been using cannabis for, you know, well over 10,000 years in human, in human history. You know what I mean? So it, it opened my mind to this whole world that, yeah. wasn't I did I felt at the time and you know, this is 10 years ago you know like this was before this was real illegal I was doing stuff when I could go <laughs> went to prison for it yep. you know yeah and um but I knew that there was something more because if it was helping me I knew that there was people out there that needed this for sure that wanted something holistically that wasn't yeah. another pill to put down their throat and so that really led me into wanting to cook with cannabis it led me into 
uh, wanting to take the approach of wellness uh, because I believe that there's a huge part that we're missing with cannabis. For sure. And I want to take it out yeah. of stoner culture. Yeah. And I want to bring it into the modern day because I'm cannabis culture, not stoner culture. Yeah. I believe in the wellness of the plant. It's not about getting high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, that's a side effect. But when, you, when you're doing it within limits and for the reasons, um, it changes how, how you feel about the plants. And, and I feel like normalizing normalizing cannabis through food is probably the best vehicle yeah. because everyone loves food. And it's a, it's a, it's a window or a doorway into every, every well, person's food life. It transcends everything. It transcends yeah. language and, and, and religions and, and cultural Absolutely. differences and, yeah. and on places on the map, like everybody has to eat and everybody understands the language of food. Yeah. And so for me, it made sense that cannabis was a part of that. For sure. The wellness because I consider myself farm-to-table cannabis. Okay. I want to be the Food Network version of cannabis, but from a holistic side of healthy Absolutely. eating and really good ingredients and, and, and pulling from local sources. And so that is what that is what caught me. It was that it affected me and changed my life so much. Yeah. And it still is. I'm still on that path, but I've, I, I can now look back and go, man. The person I was, I don't even recognize. Exactly. You know, and that was years ago. You know, this is going on 12 years now that I've probably been in cannabis space. Wow. And probably the last few years have I really been public, you know, <laughs> you're getting on national television and magazines and yeah. and talking this story that I'm telling you right now to everybody. And, and that was what said it for me. That was like, I had a clear vision of what my career was going to be yeah. when I, I, I figured out, man, it's, it's helping me. And this is what I need to be preaching to the world. Absolutely. Um, and so it's just it's just been that, man. It's been grinding that out. Good and bad, ugly, all the hardships, all the mm. business partners and the deals that never would happen <laughs> and never getting paid and being yeah. told that I'm never going to ever be anything with cannabis. And um, yeah. that just made me want to prove them wrong even more. You know, um, that made me hit it harder. Um, and it's, it's led me to, to do some amazing things like Netflix and Food Network and yeah. And then, in, you know, in the last, what, five, four months now? Five months we've been? Five months now. Right? Yeah. You know, uh, the Clarendon Hotel reached out to me. And they were like, hey, we see what you're doing out there. And we'd like to see if we can figure something out. And originally, it was just dinners. You know, and now it's turned into... <laughs> <laughs> now, now we have a business together. And, yeah. And we have a private chef company. And then we're also doing the dinners on the rooftop. Yeah, and I saw that. We have, <laughs> we have sponsorships from, you know, brands. And we're partnering with dispensaries. And, <laughs> I love it. I love know, it. Um, it's been a wild ride of... Because no, the thing is, is no one is doing this. Yeah. And no one is doing it at the level that we're trying to do it. And, and not just the cannabis food... Um, and this, I'll let Darren talk to more about this, but it's really about what we're trying to build the community around For sure. um, at the Clarendon Hotel being the very first cannabis-friendly hotel to ever be in the United States. Yeah, um, That is a huge thing. And, and, and you know, we're, we're going to have an article in Thrillist that's coming out right now. Um, next week, we're meeting with a guy with, that's going to put us in Forbes. Nice. Um, you know, like those are huge things. Monumental. People are seeing what we're doing and they're understanding that's revolutionary. No one is doing, yes, hotels have done cannabis events, Fence. but you can book a hotel from somewhere else in the world, hotel room at the Clarendon, and get a cannabis package. Nice. From Cure Leaf mm -hmm. Dispensary. You can yeah. book a dinner with me or a brunch 
or an infused massage at the parlor downstairs. Beautiful. There's a whole package you can create and no one's doing it. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a community around that aspect of doing it right and setting the standard. Yes. You know, and, and, and that is, it's been a wild ride. I don't even know how it's been a wild ride. (laughs) I bet it's like, it's like a marathon of stuff going on, not only with what you're doing business wise, but also just like culturally, social media wise, there's all sorts, you're, you're dealing it with all, all sorts of avenues. Now I want to switch gears and change it up to Darren over (laughs) here. Um, Darren, (laughs) (laughs) listen, I know, I know you, I know you're trying to be humble here, but at the end of the day, the, the hotel, the clarity, it's just, it's a beautiful hotel Thank that you. I have witnessed myself um, just kind of as a community member. Um, different things come into it and, sure. and, and yeah. it developed over years. Um, I will ask you this question. How, how did your partnership um, and with Darren here... Um, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm like getting all your names mixed up because it's Darren Darren. It's all good. Uh, Derek here, like... First, tell me how you got to become a partner to the hotel, but give us, you know, uh, also how you came upon Derek, uh, Derek over here. I, I, I'll give you the condensed version. Sure. I, I worked a long time ago with my current business partner in a, a third party management company, and I was a regional guy and he was a hotel broker. Gotcha. And at one point he said, hey, listen, I'm going to buy some hotels. And when I do, I'll reach out to you and nice. let's let's work together. And yeah. Well, that call came and it just happened to be the Clarendon Hotel that we purchased and I'm the operating partner um, and we own a company called Pro Hospitality Group Beautiful. and our office is right across the street. So we've owned the hotel, I think I said, in, in 2019. Yeah. Um, so in 2019, we had all sorts of grand ideas and we would love to do some remodel of the rooms. We've been doing what we can do yeah. with, you know, within the... Uh, within our scope of work, we've been able to do. And then, of sure. course, COVID hit us last year. Yes. Um, we were doing burlesque on the rooftop. And, and, and it just so happened that this young man was up there one day. and uh, <laughs> Not doing burlesque. Not, not doing burlesque. Not part of the show. Yeah, not part of the by show. Saying no burlesque for <laughs> Chef Derek. No, no not um, part of the show. Close but, on. You yes. know, my business partner <laughs> called me in December and said, you know, cannabis is about ready to go rec legal. Yeah why don't we sort of switch gears a little bit and explore the option of becoming a cannabis-friendly hotel? And, um, you know, there's no one to really go ask, how did you do this? Yeah. Or what do we do to do this? Yeah. And so I said, oh, that's a jolly good idea. Uh, His name is Alex Risk. So we had a long conversation about this. And he said, well, why don't you just take it and see what we can do? Yeah. And so we had started the conversation internally amongst us all about how we go about doing this. And then... We we sort of met Derek, opportunity opportunity sort of knocked and we met him. Yeah. And then he went out of our life for a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, we're like, wait, where is he again? Who's got his business card? We need to yeah, we, we need to gather gather back and chat to him a little bit more. So yeah, I get think him back we in up here. on LinkedIn, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Katrina reached out to me, um, and sent me a message. <laughs> Actually, she said that Alex called a meeting with me. My very first meeting wasn't even with Darren. Oh. It was with Big Boss Alex. Oh. And I was super intimidated, first of all, because I walked into this beautiful office they had. Oh, my goodness. And this giant French-Canadian dude, 
You know, and I'm just like, okay. Does he uh, have the accent? Oh, oh yeah. So is it hard. Dick, yeah. So, yeah. And they're brothers. So there's there's Yay. me and there's three of these other fellows, and they're they're all intimidatingly tall with big French Canadian accents. So I love it's it. It's quite hilarious. I love it because that to me is like I love when they have accents. It's just it's a fun thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and they know. And Alex, you know, Alex is probably one of the I don't know one of the smartest financial men I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Uh, his good. brain is yeah, like a pretty good. freaking MIT computer, man. Yeah. Um, and it's it, it's it's intimidating <laughs> in a way that makes you want to be better. Yeah. I want to learn that. I yeah. want to be at that level. He's so disciplined in his mind. It's like, it's undeniable, you know? And, yeah. and being around these two, it makes me want to be better. Oh, you know? They awesome. do. Yeah. They do. Like, Because I feel like I come from a, a different culture, you know yeah. what I mean? I got fully tattooed and come from rock and roll and being on stage. And these guys are in suits, you yeah. know, talk about finances all day. And although I can speak business because I do it, um, I, 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 I really, I can recognize when I have so much to learn. Yeah. You know, and I think that that in itself is an opportunity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, because that's, that's knowledge. You can't just learn in a book. That's real life experience you know what i mean and that's yeah. valuable to me yeah um absolutely 100 percent. yeah it's been a it's been just crazy ride with these guys it's um it's been scary at sometimes but yeah. um overwhelming overwhelming can i can i ask you both the question of kind of your personal lives and having your 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 careers and having mm -hmm. this um, culture of cannabis that's a little bit taboo now it's becoming less and less taboo but you know just on the cusp of it becoming normalized and yeah. you, you know being kind of the forefront of that um and being it a part of your personal lives too because you are the business and the business is you where do you guys like feel that pressure do you, do you get comments or anything like that is there been I, less comments i think we feel the pressure i mean for me i feel the pressure because sure. you know when when these guys reached out to me they knew nothing of the cannabis industry yeah. correct nothing. i had to essentially go Here's Cannabis 101, yeah. and we've just been, yeah. a, you know, and now they're at a point where they can just go because they they see it now. They've done it. They've talked to the lawyers and all the legal and all. So they understand it. So I think the biggest part for me personally, um, it gets overwhelming because sometimes, and again, I deal with anxieties. Yeah. And sometimes I bring those onto myself, but I'm one of those that's like, I see myself as if I f screw this up, I have everybody else that I, I don't want to take down with me. And so yeah. like that keeps me up at night. Yeah. That you know responsibility. I mean? Because not only was I running a business by myself, but these guys stepped in and said, Hey, let's scale it to this huge level. <laughs> let's give you something <laughs> you know? more. Yeah. And it's, I've wanted that, but to actually be given that mm -hmm. is a whole other scary level yeah. for me. And it was a responsibility. I had to like really talk to myself about like, can yeah. I actually do this? And I think and, that's a, that's a level of, in, you know that comes with time and and putting the work into yourself i think well, that's you're well, showing I, that but i think when you're around a bunch of you know you're passionate with food and cannabis and we're really passionate hotel guys yeah, yeah. absolutely so you've got you've got this this things meshed together really well and and frankly we we will be you know the only you know there's cannabis hotels around the world and yeah. there, you know there's a lot of people who are doing things with cannabis but not on yeah. the level that we're going to take it to yeah. And so, you know, we want to, you know, we're cannabis friendly. We're going to set up, uh, we're in the process of redefining 16 rooms and we're going to go on a website called Bud and Breakfast. Okay. So you can find us on okay. Bud and Breakfast in New York. Yeah. We're teaming up with a couple of dispensaries. Nice. Cureleaf will be in the rooms. Okay. Um, 
uh, Green Goods, uh, they, they are with Hollow and they do the food infused portion of the cannabis. Gotcha. So they're our sponsors. They so they're sponsor our sponsors. Our product. Yeah. So with, with Cureleaf, now we have the option to, to, you can come from New York, you click on Cureleaf's link when you book your room. Yeah. Now you say, hey, I'd like this package at the hotel. Awesome. You come to the hotel, my team drive you over to Cureleaf, which is only two minutes away. Yeah. You pick up the package you've chosen for your stay, whether it's the party package, the relaxing package, right. the come and eat with Derek package. And now you come to a hotel where you can, in your room, partake in flour or really whatever you like to do yeah. cannabis wise in your sleeping room, you'll be able to partake in the lounge. It's, it's mm -hmm. going to be open for that. And the rooftop where we'll be doing the dinners and yeah. we'll do educational seminars. So it's, you know, it's a, a sort of a really big undertaking I think we've taken, but I don't know. It's it's a been a fun ride. Yeah. I think the education has been the the, the monumental point of everything we've done is yeah. is every cannabis chef and this is nothing against what they're doing out there, but the one thing that I know has set me apart of every national platform I've been on yeah. is I can talk about cannabis in a scientific way. Oh, man. I can break amazing. it down to your endocannabinoid system and what that does and how that feeds your body and what that does for your blood pressure and your blood sugar and all of the things. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what's changing the game yeah. and yeah. changing from stoner culture into cannabis culture is the education. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question because um, it's a personal reason why my mother just recently came out of the hospital with heart issues mm -hmm. and I have wanted because for a long time she had pushed away the idea of because cannabis to yeah. her is that culture 100%. of taboo I've been wanting her to reach out and just you know educate and and make sure that she knows like it's okay because for her like the blood thinners and all the medication causes her, mm -hmm. will cause her. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. Absolutely. And I just want to encourage her, like, if there's one piece of add-on that she could do, which is either THC or CBD, I want her to do that. Can you give well, I her think, that? What I think that she needs to know first is that the human body is designed with an endocannabinoid system that has a series of CB1 and CB2 receptors okay. that are found along your organs your brain and your nervous system. Yeah. What that does is it regulates um, all of the chemical balances of your body. Yeah. So your blood sugar, your metabolism, your sleep cycle, your dopamine, your your just everything, your mood. Yeah. Um, so you have to feed your endocannabinoid system the proper cannabinoids mm -hmm. um, that allow you to be in a homeostasis in your body. Yeah. Which that means is your body's functioning like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Everything is firing on all cylinders exactly how it should be. Um, I think when you make that connection for her, yeah. because you can't, that's undeniable. The human body is designed for cannabinoids. Period. Period. Not, I love <laughs> you, that. You get cannabinoids from a lot of things. Okay. You get terpenes from a lot of things. Okay. Like rosemary and thyme and herbs, fresh okay. herbaceous herbs. Nice. All have terpenes in them. Nice. Okay. Right? So they do the same thing. As cannabis terpenes, they stimulate the brain in such a way that you can actually trick the brain into thinking it has a ton of energy. Yeah. You can train the, train the brain into thinking it's sleepy. That's why you have indicas. That's why you have sativas. Yeah. The terpenes determine um, what that is. So your terpene profile and, and your basis of, of terpenes, we'll get into just a second, your limonene, pinene. Uh, those are your basis. Those are that piney, fresh, lemony, citrus. Gotcha. You have different offshoots of that, but those are the basic mother terpenes for all cannabis, right? So I think that when you explain to her 
that the human body is made to receive these things in a healthy way. Yeah. And cannabis is one healthy way. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that she needs to see cannabis in a food, in something that she could drink in her coffee in the okay. morning. Okay, yeah. Not in a joint, a pipe, a bong. Mm-hmm. Um, none of that. Okay. Because I think that is the difference. Because stoner culture has said smoking a joint and taking a bong is stoner culture and you're going to be an idiot. Yeah. Correct. Reality is... Um, it's not, but the image is, yeah. and that's gotcha. why you'll never see me put anything out on my social media. I'm never smoking. I smoke. Yeah. I smoke cannabis, but you're never going to see me a video just chiefing because I don't like the imagery it creates because it's not who I am as a chef. Gotcha. It's not my image. It's not our brand now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that showing her where cannabis is now, mm-hmm. as opposed to when she was our age. Sure. Um, I think is going to make a huge difference. Got it. Uh, and, and yes, if she needs something, I'm your guy. Yeah. I got anything you need. I can find it, get it, bring it to you. No worries. Dude, I, am, I will make I, it happen. Honestly, I just want to go to an event to introduce yeah, you to her and like get her to like just eat a meal like yeah. that is introducing that level of like that stuff man, to her. If you ever wanted me to come over here to your house and do something up, dude. Like Stop! You're making me. You, you should just say yes to that. Yes, his I will, food is amazing. I will take you up on that because honestly, I want I want you to come swim with me. Like yeah, man, come come swim to. with me, man. We're gonna we're gonna hang out. Yeah. We're gonna we'll do I'll, like a. I'd ha- love to do that for your mom because I think not only I think that as a son that would probably make your heart happy. Yes. Um, because I know I know I can see it, dude. I already know. Like it, I know it scares me. Like I, I just want her to feel I know feel better. I did the same thing for my mom, man. I get it. I have a I have a nephew that's got epilepsy and I make CBD oil for him, so yeah. I get that dude. I, I get the, I've lived it. Yeah, <laughs> I've absolutely. I've lived. Uh, I need something to save me or I'm going to die. Definitely. Thank Thank you, man. Like honestly, because at the end of the day, like that's what we, that's what we want for our loved ones, and that's absolutely. that's that's essentially um, when I when I when she told me about it, I was like, just feel better. I just want you to feel better. And the thing is, if she consumed cannabis. Rather than smoked it, mm-hmm. it'd be good for her heart. It'd be good for her blood pressure. Yeah. It wouldn't affect okay. any of those types of things yeah. as well. Okay. Um, I think ingesting it is probably the best thing for her. Yeah. Does she drink coffee in the morning? Yeah, absolutely. You can literally get stuff. We we uh, we partnered uh, well collabed with a brand called Sprinkle, Ooh. Um, and it's literally water soluble nano THC technology. Yeah. That it cool. it's a powder and it dissolves into anything. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're blowing my mind. Super right tasty. There. Cakes. How fun drinks, is this for coffee. you as like a, a hotel owner? That like, what kind of things can I introduce to my hotel products, ladies and gentlemen? Walking through the door, beautiful <laughs> wife, newborn, <laughs> right. new mother. I Congratulations! You have a beautiful, yeah. beautiful baby. Oh, oh thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate thank it. You. Brittany Acevedo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, again, like I just. How fun is it just for you as a, as a, oh, as a a owner like it's to see all these new stuff because you were probably someone who were like I seen it back in the day they had bonds all this stuff smoking whatever but it's like to see it evolve into this Well you know I've always been for it I've never been a, I'm not a I'm not a cannabis user I, I, when yeah. I was a kid I was you know in my 20s maybe you know teens Yeah but now I mean since I've met this chap we've had a we've had a couple of interesting evenings right <laughs> <laughs> Just in things. Like, you yeah. know, it's funny because when you start to hear Derek talk about 
you know, cannabis and the passion he gives you with cannabis. Yeah. And then you tie everything together with now all of the education that we're getting on cannabis and you start to learn what it really does and can do for the human body. Mm-hmm. And you just, we feel compelled to help change the way that people think about it. Yeah. And what a better way to do it. A hotel with food. Absolutely. It's like, wow. Well, you're creating a safe space. Of exactly. All space. exactly. Yeah. You don't have to exactly. leave. You can sleep there and, and have a great meal with great people that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You can be educated. Yeah. You can ask questions. Yes. It isn't, uh, here's an edible Good luck. <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, you know? and, and interestingly enough, because I find myself now talking to people about this, like, like, well, you do a six-course meal. Why you just get baked? And it's like, wait, no, no, you, you no, it's not like that. You do a six-course meal. You can choose not to have any infusion. Yeah, you can choose to microdose. You can say, hey, Chef Derek. I got I got the stomach of steel. Give me a triple dose in every yeah. meal. Yeah. So you you have the option to do as you see fit through the meal. Yeah. And you get to learn about how how the terpenes like these are all new words for me. <laughs> but once you start to taste them and you learn how to do that because it is essentially a learning. I mean, we are teaching people. Chef Derek is teaching people. Yeah. How this works. We just had. Um, uh, Adam Pollock down here from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. and, and so we have, yeah. we're doing a series. If I can plug our series, please, our Hell's please Kitchen do. cooking series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These people are wanting to learn how to infuse from Chef Derek. And it's yeah. it's magical, yeah. I, I think. It's, All these Hell's Kitchen chefs, are they love cannabis, but they awesome. don't cook with it. And so I happened to just meet somebody that was on current season. And he's like... We should collab, and it turned into now we got thirteen <laughs> yeah. chefs yes. from Hell's, Hell's Kitchen nineteen yes. that want to do a series with us yes. and educate on cannabis. And because they see what we're doing, they realize okay, whatever he's doing is going to make huge waves, gangbusters. Well, because again, like we're going to be the first of its kind. Uh, and you know, it's funny we're just getting so many people. I would say knocking down our doors to discuss this and find out how they can be, be a part involved, of it be and a part try of it. to. Yeah, you know, take their piece is what it is. Some of them, you know, <laughs> um, we've also had, you know, if, I guess it's a form of flattery. We've already had um, other cannabis chefs yeah. have been doing dinners. Yeah. Very eerily named, very eerily named what we're doing. The oh, Elevated no. Star Series. Yeah. So we own that. We've trademarked it. We've bought and all that. Oh, now, okay. but we've had other people like elevated under this and elevated. I'm like. And they didn't do it. They didn't yeah. start doing it until yeah. after we announced our partnership publicly. Oh, okay. So it's like I see people already trying to get on that train. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think it's flattery because every time 100%. I do something in cannabis, yeah. I see other people starting to do it. Absolutely. 100%. You know, I think yeah. you guys have something very special yeah. going on here as far as a, as a combination team, too. It's like well, to have timing. Yeah. Timing has been like I hit Netflix and I all of a sudden, I, my, 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 business just like exploded for private chef Mm -hmm. i meet these guys or no i did uh i did um did food network and then our very first uh event together was the uh 420 drop of the food network episode on the Ah. rooftop we had like 300 people rsvp and nice you know um i think the timing of everything uh, our perspective lives just kind of came together beautiful in a way that was just like Magic. Yeah, it, it happened. Magic. Yeah, it's weird how the door is opened and everything sort of has synced. It is syncing together quite well. It's, Absolutely. It's remarkable. And, you know, we want to, you know, we're seeing this really grand. I mean, we're already starting to explore the idea of cooking for, you know, people in, in 
uh, Nevada and California and yeah. and where now, you know, we'll beta test this hotel and how wonderful would it be if we could flag this and do cannabis friendly in rec states around the country? It would yeah. be sort well, of I mean, magical. They own, so. they own six hotels now and, and if this, if we could prove concept here, we'll yeah. probably at least do another four. Yeah, at, at least. least. At least. Yeah, at least, yeah. you know. And I think that's something that's really, um, it becomes now your already becoming like you said the safe space the the space that where you can host the events and stay and you can of course like honestly and, and i think like for us and i think we're all sort of on the same we are on the same page with the educational piece of this mm -hmm. and and leaving the stoner culture behind you know you've got to think that I'd quote, don't quote me on the numbers, but I think medical was 350,000. Now we've opened it up to the state where we're hitting millions of people. Yeah, yeah. So you, now you've got all of these, we're starting to see doctors and lawyers yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's like, okay, wow. You know, pro athletes. Pro athletes. Pro athletes, it's, it's, for uh, sure. So for us, it's like, wait, everyone's starting to go, oh, wait, we can actually talk about this. I think it's, yeah, I think it's really at the like, the filling point, the tipping point where this has become now a nationwide thing where you yes. start to hear rumblings slowly, so you, you know, start to hear rumblings. And I think it, I think it'll be a beautiful day when it, uh, it is federally acceptable yeah. and maybe cross border stuff. I mean, who knows where, yeah. when and where, or if that will happen, but I'm pretty optimistic that maybe it's coming. Same here. So, Same yeah. here. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a slow road. I think there's a lot of gray area of, of legals that hasn't been explored yet and, and written out. Yeah. And, and like what we're doing is 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 legal, but isn't yet written into the law. Yeah, there's no... Because what we're doing is we're working under dispensaries. Okay. So we're working... And then dispensary license in Arizona is like 18.5 million. Mm -hmm. um, so we're working under a dispensary license that basically allows us to give other people cannabis for free yeah. while I feed them food. Yes. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense. essentially how it works. Makes you know? sense, yeah. Uh, because I can give you... I can't charge you for the cannabis, but I can give it to you. Got it. But I can charge you for food. Yes. So and that's and that's where the legalities, at least for our lawyers, really sat was like the transfer of money. Gotcha. So trying to figure this out has been um, wild, but at the same time, once we figured it out, it was like, oh yeah. Now I was going to ask you that. Huh. And, and like I think once that once that I think once it sort of the penny dropped with how we need to do it yeah. legitimately, you know, it, it was a symbiotic relationship. Then we found the right people yeah. to 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 partner with. Yeah. And it all sort of just flows now, and it's very easy and um, stress-free, and, and, and it's really a, a <laughs> lot of work. Stress -free. Relatively stress-free at this point, but it, there's a lot of work. I mean, we're only just now sort of opening the floodgates to yeah. what, we, what we are probably going to experience here in the next, I, I'd say, as soon as two to three months. But Yeah. Okay. I mean, we just got a PR agent that's going to be, because I'm, I'm technically the face of Elevations, yeah. you are which is our company, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, because from a from a culinary chef perspective, yeah. somebody has to be that, and I've already yeah. built yeah. my name on that, and so it only made sense that I continue to be in the forefront. Um, but I think that now that we have the PR agent who I've worked with before, Sherry Butler, she's amazing. Um, she's you know she's got us. She's going to be getting us into TV, magazine, Beautiful. doing interviews, uh, cooking on television, and talking about what we're doing. And I think those things are going to get the Darren Brothertons of the world <laughs> and of Phoenix that aren't necessarily cannabis culture, yeah. but like cannabis, 
those are the people we're trying to target. Gotcha. Not just cannabis users, because they, they're already there. We're talking about the people that love it, but didn't know any of this existed. Yeah, and no. didn't have it. Any- well, you, you know, we've all been, it's like, wait, it's been super illegal for this whole time. Like, you know, K- Katrina Wiggers is my left and right hand person, right? She yeah. is our... What is she to us? Our sales? She's everything, right? The glue mama, that she's mama bear. She's mama bear, right? We, when we first started talking about this in December, she's like, oh, hell no. Right? And then January comes along and then she starts to meet Derek. And then she's yeah. like, she comes up to me probably mid-March and says, oh, man, I'm totally into this. This is the best thing this hotel could possibly do. Yeah. You know, we come full circle, all of us, because we all lived in that, oh, my God, you've got what a joint. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? So it, the, the, the mindset, you know, of us has to, has to change. And I think that's the fun of this because, you know, you, you now go, wait, we're a cannabis-friendly hotel. I'm, I'm Australian. So my mom's like, wait, that's a gateway drug, son, in Australia. You know, mom, mom, it's not. It's going to be okay, mom. It's cannabis. It's, it's promise. Promise, mom. Promise. It's going to be okay. I promise, you know? mom. I no, promise, no one's mom. getting but hurt. But so it's, it's um, I don't know, it, it's, a, it's a really exciting yeah. stage of, of our, our career, I think, and, I, and where it can go. I, can, I concur with you both. Like, I think that's something that I've just been... I've been floored to to get to meet more of the cannabis culture because I, when we first started this, I wanted to promote that because we had met uh, a couple of farmers, we've met a couple of like uh, guys trying to start their own business in right. the cannabis. I had a buddy of mine um, did ice cream, like Love ice it. cream, and then he moved out to Oklahoma to go because Oklahoma had started theirs, and so he wanted to open up his own place over there, and it's like. I just, I, I would love to meet more like yourself, like the guys who want to take this to the next level and take this to a different level than different it was. Different level. Different level than it because was Because I before. think there's, the, we can't move forward with the cannabis industry and make it mainstream unless there is change. Yes. Yeah. And I think that change is, is the education. Okay. Because that has been lacking for the last 50 years. Yes. Um, no one barely anybody yeah you know unless you were a scientist and you were studying it nobody in the real world knew anything about the endocannabinoid system what yeah. terpenes do um or, or any of that what a decarboxylation is and changing thca into thc and all of that like yeah. none of that was mainstream and so i think what we're doing is that we are the change the industry needs to be yeah um, because we're living it every day. And, and sure. I think that's the only way we're going to change it is by living it yeah. and just doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and also we're sort of legit business people. You yes. know? So now we bring this, I, it's weird to say, but we sort of bring this legitimacy to it a, yeah. a little bit, I think. And I, I don't know, I, I think we're able to help in, in our own little way. And I think our partnership is, is going to, I don't know, I think it's going to be a wonderful well, thing. Well, it's, it's crazy. It's, Sorry, Jesus. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's more business. More business, more people. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is, it's like, I, in a way, not even in a way, in reality, I needed Darren and what he could provide. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just, it's just tip business sense, not, yeah. not mm-hmm. anything. I needed that step up because I had the dispensaries, the brands, the people, all yeah. the people that wanted to work with me, all of that. The network was there. The network was there, but I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had no place to put it. Yeah. Because I was one person. I scaled my business from zero to $100,000 in six months by myself, $85,000. Uh, we'll call it $100,000 because it sounds great. Uh, no. I like but, the round zeros. Yeah. You, I, yeah. I, I think so. I, I agree. I agree. You know, but we... <laughs> 
what I got to a point where I scaled it so fast that I it got bigger than me. Yeah. And I couldn't keep up to my own gotcha. business. And then they stepped up and it was like, oh, <laughs> now we have a team of people. Now yeah. we have a venue. Wait, and I will have... say that we did get a team of people. Yeah. <laughs> it really did arrive all at like, oh, what? Well, Hello? I told him, I was like, look, if we do this for real, it's going to move fast. Quick and in a hurry. Yep. Because I was like, I have everybody plugged in already. Yeah. And They're ready to go. Yeah, Everyone was ready like, to go. Blink, 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 blink. We need website guy. We need SEO. We need PR. We need brands. We need dispensary. Yeah, our website what goes live need? tomorrow, probably. Yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's the one who's messaging me right now. <laughs> like, I need this information. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's happened so fast. And we got an LLC. And like, it just became a thing. And now yeah. it's like, now we're in it. Yeah. Now you're <laughs> in the thick in of it. This thing. I, I, you know, I look forward to like just kind of getting to staying in contact with you, just to kind of see, see, see where it goes. Because for us, this is what it's always been about: this kind of energy and the and the business behind it as well. I wanted them to converge because to me, everyone deserves this. Deserves this conversation, this type of conversation yeah, where you have uh, yes. education being distilled out, but also you're you're also understanding your community, your bit like the hotel around you the the culture of chefs the culture of food you know you have all of these conversations going separate i always believe that they deserved a space together yes. where that can be you know had well you know so many people were conditioned to never have that conversation in the same space yeah, yeah of course. and and i you know my entire career even before cooking i have always been uh no pun intended uh marching to the drum the beat of my own drum you know what i mean i've always done my own thing yeah always with the the mindset of doing it the right way yeah you know i always want to do it right i don't ever sure. want to do it wrong just to do it yeah but like things like this it's like no one thought we could do this <laughs> everyone thought that I, I would never be on tv for cannabis hold my beer hold my beer you know what yep. i mean like yeah like hold my beer like yeah watch this <laughs> <laughs> watch me do it you know i love um, it and i did it Several times over. And I think that that's going to happen here because he doesn't like to lose. Alex, big boss, does not like to lose. <laughs> and that's why he's the top five real estate broker in the country. Uh, hotel brokers. Hotel brokers. Sorry. Hotel, brokers. Yeah. hotel broker in the country. Details. Details. Um, yeah. Who yelled at me if I say it wrong. Um, but I think that that type of mindset is why this works. Absolutely. Because we know what it takes. They know yeah. it's not going to just, okay, overnight we're going to make money. It's like, no, we're trying to do this at a whole other level. Mm -hmm. And it's never been done before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to take some grease and some elbow grease and some hard work. And quite frankly, you know, it's going to take some some investment. Yeah. You know, in marketing more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that's really what, What's what it's going to come down to is... Is we need the people to see and understand what we're doing. Yeah. When the masses see what we're doing, it's going to be a no-brainer. Can I ask you, because now I want to just kind of get into the fun stuff of like yeah. your cooking and stuff like that. What was like your very first like scrumptious like, oh man, like I <laughs> did it. I finally, like I unlocked the cheat code right now. Um, I made a butter cake. Okay. Um, it was, a, I was actually, my, you know, maybe you met Justin. Mm -hmm. um, Justin was, I told you, he was there with me since day one when I was really kind of like coming up publicly um, and really confident in cooking for people on a public level. Yeah. Um, I made a butter cake with a mixed berry compote and, and uh, fresh cream. Oh. Um, we were just messing around. And uh, that was the that was the night that Justin 
he calls me and he's on his way home and he's like, Derek, I feel like I'm driving a spaceship right now. <laughs> he's like, that that cake just kicked in and I'm feeling it. <laughs> and it's like at a stoplight. Like, well, just by like, the time he got home, he said he was just, he said he felt... Like, he was just holding on. Like, he was just trying to hold on to the car. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first night. It was so funny. He's like, I thought the car was driving itself. I was just holding on. And I was like, bro, that's not good. That's funny. Um, but he, you know, he goes, he goes, I think you nailed it. Like, Perfect. Don't um, change a thing. <laughs> I think that was the first moment I was like, okay, now I know what to do. Now we need to hone it in. Yeah. You know, like, what we do now is I don't blast everybody with a bunch of thc yeah um, kinda... I, I microdose everything sure everything yeah. is controlled per plating Got so it. if you don't want the cannabis in your food yeah you can still enjoy the food that you're paying for yeah and and still enjoy the evening and your friends and everybody else without getting crazy yeah um you know what i mean because i, I think the microdose again it's not about getting high mm -hmm. it's not about oh how high can i get somebody yeah it's about showcasing and educating through food yeah and microdosing and I think people, more people need to understand that when you microdose daily, it's a mood stabilizer. Yeah. You're not getting blasted. You are stabilizing your mood and functioning. Mm -hmm. um, I am a crazy functioning uh, cannabis user. Yeah. I could use cannabis all day long and it, I keep going. Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Uh, but I, I dose. I read, I read his article. I mean, he was like legitimately honest about it. He's like, I, I remember the guy asked, I was like, how many joints did you bring with you to the interview for, for this, like, inter, like his online interview? Today? Yeah. He's like 10. Usually <laughs> normal shoots, I bring like 10. And it was like, that's a, that's a daily, that's a, someone who does it daily. Yeah. It was like, you know, how long he's going to do stuff and like what he needs. So it's like, you know, uh, people take their medication in the morning for their, yeah. to, you know, their depression or anxiety. Absolutely. It, you know, people come home after work to have a drink or a beer yeah. or a glass of wine. It's, it, I look at it as the same exact way. You know what you I know? noticed too, too, like I, I've met a couple of you, like cannabis users that like, it helps them concentrate because if they're rolling, like they have something to help their minds, you know, stay sure. focused on some, a task. Honestly, I, I, it helps me focus just in daily life. Yeah. Um, I have ADD and, and so I am always, I'm a squirrel, man. I'm like, eh, I'm always over, you know, <laughs> I smoke and it's like focused in focused. Yeah. Because what happens for me, at least I'm already in the stars. Yeah. I'm ADD. I'm a dreamer, man. I, 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 I have clouds. big dreams and goals <laughs> and if you know, so uh, cannabis goes whoop, and creates that ceiling. Yeah. It brings me back to a little bit of reality where I can focus and, yeah. and, and, and be a little <laughs> self-reflective of sure. self-aware really yeah. uh, of myself in that moment. And so, um, not everybody affects that way. Yeah. Um, so that's why no matter what, if you're going to get into cannabis, you, you need to do some, some research for yourself mm -hmm. and some trial and error for yourself. So you know where you're at with that cannabis Yep. because I can't tell that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I Everyone's only... different. Everyone's different. Everyone's yeah. different. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm, you know, I again, I have loved this conversation with you guys. I think we're kind of wrapping up and reaching towards the end here. I could talk to you guys for a very long time, and I <laughs> we'll do uh, we'll do a part two. Yeah, we'll definitely do a part two. Um, one, I would love to just ask you guys personally, like just one uh, one personal question. A, what is one of your favorite dishes that you've created for your events? And what has been your um, favorite dish to have of his? Of course. Oh, man. 
Well, okay, I'm going to answer that first. Yeah, okay. I already know. Okay. okay. Um, uh, it, it's the, uh, the gnocchi. Oh, the gnocchi? So, the okay. gnocchi? Oh. I, 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 look, I've got to be honest. Everything he cooked so far has been absolutely stellar. Yeah. But we did a Japanese Wagyu dinner the other night that was probably the most righteous meal on the face nice. of the planet. But I still go back to your gnocchi. Yeah. That deep fried gnocchi, and, and, and believe you me, it's just two little gnocchis on the plate, uh-huh. right? But the flavor profile of those suckers nice. is well, magic. Yeah, it's the purple Peruvian um, sweet potato gnocchi, Yeah, right? And then I deep fried it so you get that really crispy Oh outside, my gosh. And that Woo! french fry softness on the yeah. inside. And then we did a fermented honey. Oh my oh, god, so honey. Oh. You could drink the honey. Just was, drink the it, honey. It smells like old school, like mead. Yeah. Like that honey mead they oh. talk about in oh. old books. Yeah. It had that, because you know, you ferment it with, with yeast and sugar and heat it and spices and. But pep- everything that has come off the plate into my mouth since I've known Chef Derek has been magic. magic. There, there isn't there isn't one thing and I would say that you would think that you were going to taste cannabis. Yeah. It only enhances the food and you don't taste the cannabis. It's yeah. the most it's a magical thing. It's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> uh, I need to ask you one yeah. thing. What is your like if you like what is the thing like midnight rolls around and you can want to do an infused thing like is there like a uh, grilled cheese sandwich or something oh, that like you a, like, like to a like snack. Like, I think yeah, like myself. a quick snack. Yeah. Oh man, honestly, there probably isn't one food yeah. that I go to. Okay. I, I'm a chef, so yeah, I go. Of course. What do I got? Yeah. Let's create. You okay. know what I mean? So sometimes it's a lot of that uh, in the moment. Yeah. However, um, I. If I have any leftover food that I made, like a recipe of my mom's, yeah, that's going to be my go-to. Gotcha. Um, that that comfort food from my mom will probably trump any menu ever you could throw in front of me. Nice. Um, because because of the memories and the emotions attached to those flavors that I have. Because yeah. cool. I For taste sure. that and I go, sure, yeah. damn, I remember when I was seven years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember this. I remember that. You yeah. know what I mean? There's foods I eat. I remember my mom singing to me. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, there's there's those things. So I think those are, for me, um, the go-to for every day, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because at night, at midnight, like, the, that's my time. I'm a night owl. Yeah. So that's my me time. That's yeah. my reflective time. That's, you know, that's uh, my... Going down memory lane with some food time, you know. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably for sure. That's probably uh, any, any leftover mom food. For Got sure. it. <laughs> thank you guys. Th- thank you again for making this so much fun and just very easy to digest. And no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so again, towards the end, I, I give it to the guests to kind of introduce the, where they can find. Uh, online uh, their social media handles all the website stuff um that's your go-to so i'm gonna kick it off to to derek over here derek go ahead and then let them know any events that you want to you know shout out and promote go right ahead brands too yeah so anybody who wants to uh you know come to a dinner or come to an event yeah um you can reach out to me uh chef derek uh, you could go to the goclarendon.com and hit the elevations tab. Nice. Um, or yep. uh, here in the next uh, 48 hours, you'll be able to go to elevations with three S's.com. Uh, and that'll be our official 
uh, business website for all of our all of our elevations nice. um, events. And then if, if you're looking to get into something soon, um, we have Night Tree, which is our nighttime brunch event on the rooftop um, with Canatainment Events. Uh, that's Canatainment underscore events dot com um, or Canatainment Events dot com. Um, and you can check out all of that, get tickets um, as well. So, yeah, all of those sites you can get us. Awesome. Thank you again. Again, like I just really want to say uh, bringing together both of you and having you both here just really ele- elevated it. Ah, I like, like it. I, like really I like what you did there. Thank well, you very much. Thank you very much. Before you go, ladies and gentlemen, before you jump off the stream, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So let us know who you want in next. If there's someone in the Kansas world, someone in the hotel world. Sorry, hey, guys. I got to hey. bring in everyone. Uh, you go ahead. Send us, a, send us a line over at Finding Arizona Podcast. And last but not least, we say goodnight to both Derek and Darren here. Thank you, Thank you both you for coming Thank in. Thank you very much. Appreciate, appreciate it. Come visit us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sign up. Get into it. I hope to hear from Derek again. Yeah, you will absolutely. see me at probably one of Derek's yeah. events. Eating, chow, chowing That's down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you later. See ya.